feisty, fearless, and fair, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Heat is definitely closing in on President Biden and the Biden family. After that big plea deal fell apart, thank goodness, because it was all full of hocus pocus. And tonight, lo and behold, when all the attention is on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all the shenanigans that they were trying to pull in court yesterday, clearly, And the White House trying to say, oh, I know nothing. I know nothing. One of the things that we did hear from Corinne Jean-Pierre, and we'll talk about it later this hour, where she basically said that the president would not pardon his son. She was asked. I mean, these are the kind of questions that reporters are asking now because it is that serious. These allegations are really damning, really, really damning. And I also was talking with Brett Tolman. He was on with me and the great John Katsimatidis on Katz and Cosby earlier today. And Brett was telling us how in 2017, Joe Biden on his tax returns reported $10 million, but doesn't say what it was for. So that's pretty interesting because that's right around the time frame with the $5 million and the $5 million. Remember the whole uh, Burisma deal, five million, five million. And wow, isn't that interesting that Joe Biden, who was making, what, 140,000, maybe right around there at the max as a senator for so many years and vice president. Wow, isn't that interesting that he suddenly has $10 million? What a coincidence. And his bank account. And he had to file it in his taxes. So That's why this is not like, oh, wow, well, you know, where did any money go? There's some interesting stuff here that clearly looks absolutely damning for the current president of the United States. Again, so much so that now reporters are asking all these really, really serious questions. And so what happens in the middle of all of this? What a surprise. If you were listening yesterday also on the show, Andy McCarthy gave this great analogy. It was interesting when we were talking with him early in the day yesterday. You know, I was like, Andy, what do you think is going to happen now that the plea deal has fallen apart? He's a former assistant U.S. attorney. His reaction was spot on. He said, I think some more charges are going to come against President Trump because he said this is like a game. Every time there's some heat on President Biden, it's like the special counsel or somebody tied to the Biden team suddenly tries to put the heat on Trump to take away the headlines, to put a little pressure on the Trump team, to steal the attention in the media so they're not looking over at Biden anymore. Let's see what else we can do to Trump. Meanwhile, the special counsel who is investigating President Biden on classified documents, you don't hear anything. You hear nothing. Now we have heard so many things about Hunter Biden. And I'm so sick of the White House saying, Oh, he's a private citizen. This is a personal issue of a young, troubled soul. That's not what this is about. He obviously is a troubled soul. I'll agree with him on that. He clearly has had a history of drug issues and a lot of other stuff by his own admission. But this isn't what this is about. This is about 
influencing the family, the first family of the United States, including now the current president and potential blackmail and for potential bribery, extortion, pay for play. There are so many really serious allegations and high crimes and misdemeanors includes treason and bribery. That's one of the high crimes. I mean, you can't get any more severe because if a president could be compromised to that degree where he could be bribed or has been bribed and it could influence policy, that's one of the things that our founders basically said, guess what? That is a serious, enormous matter and is of utmost importance. And that's why all this Hunter Biden stuff, he's not just some private citizen. He was driven by Secret Service to the courthouse yesterday when he was going there for what he thought was going to be the resolution of a plea deal that he thought he could sneak under the rug. And thank goodness that that judge had the courage to basically figure it all out and say, uh, this doesn't seem kosher. Thank goodness that judge read right through it. But in the middle of all this, guess what's happening now? Now, lo and behold, there are intense pressures being built on President Trump. First today, earlier today, he met with the special counsel, his attorneys did, met with the special counsel, Jack Smith, that was on the election, the January 6th issues, because that is a big issue also. And there's a very good chance that another indictment is coming that way. We know that President Trump received what's known as a target letter uh, just about a week ago, and he basically indicates something's coming soon. So they gave his side a chance to present their issues. I think it was smart that they did it. He didn't want to. He said apparently he did not want them to even talk to the special counsel. But I think it was good that they did in case they could persuade him or present other evidence that might diminish things for the president to make it easier to clarify. So maybe they wouldn't go forward, at least give it your best shot. So they go and have this meeting today with the special counsel. And President Trump comes out of it and basically says, well, I don't know if I'm going to be, if anything's imminent or not. I don't know. I mean, they never tip their hand. Clearly, he's on the radar because they obviously said that he was with the target letter. And then what happens today? It's almost like clockwork for people who have been watching what has been just one big phony cycle. It's like every time some major thing happens with a whistleblower or something that looks really bad to the Biden family. It's like, surprise, surprise, surprise. Let's try to do something else to President Trump to take the headlines away from Joe Biden. And yesterday, the headlines were not pretty. Every single network essentially was covering all the activity that was happening in the courtroom in Wilmington, Delaware. I contend they were covering it for different reasons. I think MSNBC and CNN were covering it because they thought that he was going to come out, Hunter Biden, and like, you know, with his hands up in the air like Rocky, climbing up the stairs there in Philly and cheering and chanting afterwards that it's over and time to move on, everybody. Nothing to see here. As it turned out again, that judge decided otherwise and said, wait a minute, this looks awfully fishy. This looks awfully sneaky. And there is no way that this guy could be allowed to get immunity from any future charge, especially after you're telling me here in court that you might be investigating him, supposedly, uh, for maybe violating foreign, you know, agent representation. So there's a lot of there there. And I'm glad, again, the judge did that. But it was interesting because at least the media was covering it, again, I think for probably different reasons. 
but they were still covering it nonetheless. And I'm sure the White House is in total panic mode because you could just see it. I mean, it was so bad that Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday had to come out, remember, in the beginning of the White House briefing and say, you know, the president and the first lady, they love their son. This is a private matter. This is a personal matter. And she basically had to go back to that same message today. She knows that all the media was covering the plea deal. And again, those folks, especially at MSNBC and CNN, were astounded that the plea deal didn't just sail through. Because, boy, who could go after Hunter Biden and the potential for tens of millions of dollars in bribery? And, oh, God forbid, somebody look into that. But at least they were covering it. And they ended up with egg on their face, so they had to end up covering that Hunter Biden was stuck there in the court, which should have been a 15-minute hearing, and it ended up being like a three-hour-plus hearing. They end up getting out, and he kind of just walks past the cameras, doesn't want to say a word, because it's not good news at this point. And if anything, this looks so bad now for the Biden administration, and now the questions are starting to pile on and on and on. And so again, lo and behold, what happens just a few hours ago What a surprise. Now, the special counsel, Jack Smith, has decided to add some more charges to the original ones of Trump. We haven't seen anything with Joe Biden. I mean, this is like truly alternate universe. You have a sitting president who is accused of tens of millions of dollars, potentially, that have somehow ended up in his different family, grandkids, his son, Hunter, uh, likely in his coffers, allegations that he got five million, five million for one Biden, five million for the other. Remember the WhatsApp? I'm sitting next to my father. Again, also earlier today, we were talking with Congresswoman Kat Kamick, and she revealed that there are not just two IRS whistleblowers like we've seen publicly, but there are 15 IRS whistleblowers that were in that amicus brief, that brief that was being filed with the court. That the Hunter Biden team allegedly tried to like pull a fast one on that and pretend like they were with Congress, but totally other different issue. So if you look at all of these things combined, no surprise what happens today. Like clockwork, as I said, Jack Smith adds some more charges to the classified documents case. So remember, it was 37 before criminal counts. And now Jack Smith has added the property manager, basically the maintenance guy at Mar-a-Lago. I'm waiting for him to get the mailman, the milkman. Uh, Is there anybody else? Maybe somebody, you know, who had a Halloween party there 20 years ago. Maybe that person's next. Uh, Is there a neighbor from 10 years ago that they haven't pulled in? I mean, this is just insane. So now he has pulled in the property manager there at the Mar-a-Lago resort um, and saying that he will now be charged. And they've also added he's now the third defendant because there was also this Walt Nauta, who was a longtime aide to Trump. And they say that he moved some of the documents from one location to another location. He moved these boxes. And they're saying that that guy, this Carlos Oliveira, who uh, Carlos de Oliveira, who's the property manager slash maintenance guy, worked kind of with Walt Nauta and moved these boxes to another location in Mar-a-Lago. Moved them into a storage room and should not have moved them, period. There's also allegations that he may have done some stuff with security camera footage. So now they're going after everybody and their brother. 
And these new charges, get this, it's a 60-page filing that was just made, again, again, tied to the Mar-a-Lago case, not the other case, the election case, which is a whole separate case, which could come any day now, as early as even tomorrow, who knows. But in addition to all of this, the implications are another three charges against President Trump. So he had 37 and this just this one matter. Now it has risen to another three. So now it's 40. And two of them could earn him another 40 years in prison if convicted. Is there something wrong with this picture, guys? Is there something so wrong with America that we have a sitting president who is accused and suddenly has $10 million in his taxes that he can't account for, and he's received the allegation, tens of millions of dollars, and the allegation from multiple credible people, and you've got this Devin Archer guy who's going to testify as early as Monday who may blow the lid off everything. So you got all of that, and yet to this day, they're still saying, oh, it's just some little personal issue with Hunter Biden. And the charges are now piling on and on and on President Trump. Boy, this to me just looks like so overkill and such an alternate universe. When we come back, I'm going to take your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And we are talking about this stunning turn of events. Guess what? More charges against President Trump in the classified documents case. But so far... Joe Biden and Hunter are tiptoeing through the tulips. And the Democrats are like, nothing to see here. Hunter is just a sweet, troubled young man. That's what they say. And nothing to see with Joe. Well, we're going to get into that, obviously, as the show continues. And it is stunning that now more charges also against President Trump on the classified documents case. So far, Zippo against Biden. What a crazy world we are living in. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tony, line six. Tony, your thoughts about it all. Go ahead, Tony. Hi, Rita. I, wanna, I wanted to tell you quickly what my thoughts were today. And number one is I see a very crazy, dysfunctional White House. So I would imagine right now they're all like, I don't know if they're doing cocaine or drinking, but they are probably all running crazy. And we could see that, number one, in Jack Smith, because he now, He is just such a joke. I mean, you know, if you have a good case, just make it once and stop doing all this insanity. This is, to me, excessive compulsive behavior. And so this is really something that flows from the top, I think. By the way, I I 1000 percent agree. I mean, it's like it's like, okay, let me see if there's something else. And meanwhile, we've heard we haven't heard anything. And remember, Biden wasn't even allowed to have classified documents. Let's just even focus on classified documents, Tony. 
Biden never should have even had them. He had most of them when he was a senator that he took them. He wasn't supposed to have them, period. So there shouldn't have even that. That would have been like a five minute investigation. Uh, You know, you don't need a rocket scientist to figure that one out. And yet we have heard nothing from that investigation. And yet Trump, they're like piling on again, again, again. I mean, what is it going to be as opposed to 200 years in prison? It could be 300 years. I mean, where does this end? So what I wanted to tell you is that uh, in one of your callers, you really have first class callers. I love your callers because at the end of the night, he said, and don't forget about that money that came in in 17. Joe Biden came into that, you know, great income in 17 and 18 yep. after he left. Yep. So so one of the things that to me drives Joe Biden, and it has always been that way, is money. And I was reading about his finances, and he never really was able to hold on to money. He always wanted to live the wildlife. And then um, when it came time for him to get to, to um, his wife had passed away, and it came to be that he met Jill. And I don't want to go into the relationship. But Jill actually was married and she made a choice she wanted out of her marriage. And when you read about the story, which just came to my attention, because, again, today's all about psychological profiling and things that make you want to grab for money, Rita, and do all these corrupt things. When she had a deal with her husband and the divorce was going through, if your readers, if your listeners listen, this man... Um, was looking to hit him up for this huge settlement. His brother, his brother Frank, yep. was threatening him, threatening him. This is all documented on Newsmax. Yeah, and, so and, by, the, and by the way, Tony, just to also cut to the chase here, um, it's interesting because, uh, you know, she, he says, uh, I looked at Frankie, the brother, and said, are you threatening me? Like, in other words, give her the house, he basically said. Um, and needless to say, he says, about two months later, my brother and I were invi- indicted for a tax charge for $8,200. And he feels that he was targeted, um, that they they used the IRS against him, he believes. So it's like, if you don't play our way, uh, if, you know, and this goes back way back, according to him, the Bidens have a history of this. Tony, I'm so glad you brought that up. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, tonight a powerful story coming from Michigan, where the Michigan State Police says they are revamping their approachment to recruiting. The Michigan State Police says they're revamping their approach to train troopers as the agency seeks to diversify and increase its recruitment across the state. 
Officials said they've hired more recruiters and expanded the agency's Teen to Trooper Pipeline. It's a program that attracts young candidates to policing. They're also stepping up efforts to attract diverse candidates, setting a target of increasing the agency's minority trooper applicant pool to 25 percent and female trooper applicant pool to 20 percent saying having a variety of different individuals is critically important to strengthening community relationships and also building trust. By the way, as of last month, the Michigan State Police has about 1,100 troopers assigned statewide and a total of 1,800 enlisted members. So obviously very important that everybody supports our great men and women in blue and the great folks there at the Michigan State Police. Well, we are talking about the fact that this is way over the top overkill. Just a little bit ago, Jack Smith, the special counsel who was investigating President Trump on the classified documents case, remember he was president and was allowed to have classified documents. President Trump maintains that because of that, because of the Presidential Records Act, He says he basically had blanket coverage and was allowed to have whatever he wanted and keep whatever he wanted and says many of these allegations against him in the affidavit and all the other information and the filings and everything else that came from Jack Smith in the case where it was that Mar-a-Lago raid, remember, with guns drawn like the OK Corral. Well, he says it's bumpkiss. And yet we haven't heard anything about the classified document case involving Biden. And remember, he wasn't allowed to have documents. He was vice president at the time. That should have been case closed. And so what is happening? Well, on the heels of everything with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the White House clearly in panic mode, they got to be after all this. You can just see it. You could see Corinne Jean-Pierre is like, oh, boy, this is tough stuff. She's afraid to say anything. She's afraid, like walking on eggshells. The president, who usually has no self-control, usually the president, when he walks away and they ask him a question, he kind of turns around. You know that they were like, Mr. President, you got to keep walking. This is really dangerous territory. Now that that deal fell apart, the old fake sweetheart deal for Hunter Biden, now that that has fallen apart, they know that they are in very dangerous legal waters and that there are so many eyes on the president of the United States and the intermingling, according to allegations, of funds between the two. And so what happens? Well, a property manager at Mar-a-Lago now has also been charged in the classified documents case. And also the special counsel has added three more charges against President Trump. So now he has 40 charges there. Um, I'm waiting for it to turn to 400. So here is CNN's reporter talking about the new charges just a little bit ago. Take a listen. So we just got a statement from the spokesman for special counsel Jack Smith uh, confirming that a superseding indictment has been returned by a grand jury in southern Florida, adding the new defendant, Carlos, who we've been talking to, and also adding four charges to the prior indictment of former President Trump and Walt Nada. Now, they say that they add at least one or a new count charging former President Trump with one additional count of willful retention of national defense information. And they send us to a specific paragraph in the indictment, which I haven't had a chance to read, that will give us more details about why they did that. They also note that they've added this additional defendant. And they say that this new indictment charges Trump, 
Carlos de Oliveira and Walt Nada with two new obstruction counts based on allegations that these three men allegedly attempted to delete surveillance video from Mar-a-Lago in the summer of 2022. And here is Trump attorney Alina Haba saying the timing is no surprise to her or the president. The reality is what we've learned today was more effective from the press that got leaks from the DOJ than from the attorneys that were actually sitting with the DOJ. And that, folks, is literally all that America has become. And it's a terrible thing. When I, who is not in the meeting, am hearing leaks while the attorneys that are in meetings are talking to the DOJ, that's concerning to me. And that, to me, tells me that this is, again, a publicity stunt. And that's what America should realize. When the DOJ has a PR person putting statements out on Twitter about the status of a private grand jury investigation that should be confidential and breaking privilege, we are in a state of crisis. Not because Donald Trump stood up and said, be peaceful and uh, and and do something peacefully, but because Our justice system is so corrupt from within and from the top that they can't see straight because they're so scared that Donald Trump might come in and clean house. And Mike Huckabee, of course, a former presidential candidate himself and a friend of President Trump, said, you know what? Uh, This is not going to work. It's only going to help Trump. But it also further enforces what he has been saying all along. I think what they're going to probably do is see uh, Donald Trump's numbers go up even further. Every time one of these attacks take place, uh, Donald Trump's numbers, his approval, his support level, it goes up, not down. People aren't stupid. They see through it. And they look at this as just another weaponization of the uh, wheels of justice. I think people are sick of it. And all the while, we're surrounded by real corruption in our government. And these guys want to go after Donald Trump because he did what every American has a right to do. And that's speak his mind. That's the First Amendment. But this is election tampering at its worst on the part of Jack Smith, who is, uh, let's just say at best, not the most effective or successful prosecutor when it comes to these kind of things. Yeah, look at the timing of this. If this is not transparent, I don't know what is. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Eddie. Line two, Eddie, your thoughts. Uh, I have three things for you, and it's it's going to end with a story about Joe Biden's laundromat. So first I want to say thank you, Rita, for having on Stan's WIBC channel, uh, and we love Stan. And I think <laughs> if, 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 if I, love you, I love your laugh, by the way, because it's you. real. Thank if you. You and I, if you and I and Stan, the ship went out. We were on a lifeboat. So Stan, with his tenacity, would be catching fish with his bare hands. Me, with my medical knowledge, would be stick, stitching Stan up, and you would just keep us going with your Polish Danish that strong, that that strong DNA that. You you have the strong DNA from your father. You Thank really you, do. Eddie. Thank you. And I believe your dad also, right, was a veteran. So so yeah, you know what? Uh, you, you got good genes, yeah. too, my friend. And Stan uh-huh. is such a character. Stan from Forest Hills who calls into the show. Boy, is he uh, he is one crazy guy. But uh, you're right. You would be catching it because he seems determined that if, if if by the way, if if the if the fish, even if he was starving, 
if the fish looked anything like at, at even a slight bit of orange, because remember he says orange man bad, he would not go near the fish. Because <laughs> he just can't handle anything that has to do with Donald Trump. Like, at least I'll give him consistency. Sometimes you stand and I might be paddling in different directions, but we're all Americans, and I, I see that as an acquiem to our free speech. And I want to talk about Hunter Biden. Uh, five limos followed him. He should be the vice president. And with the cocaine in the White House, I have learned through my colleagues in nuclear medicine, and I, this is like, I think this is like Top Gun, where, where, where he said, I may lose my career for this. By telling you this on the radio, um, I heard through my nuclear medicine colleagues that Donald Trump, I don't know, through Brookhaven National Labs or through a Russian collusion, he has in his possession at Mar-a-Lago a Ziploc lead bag, and it's got plutonium in it. He's got plutonium in Mar-a-Lago. So this is the smokescreen that that is going to just blow Hunter Biden's um, charges over to a, um, a beach chair with an umbrella for him. A, uh, what are you talking uh, about? What are you talking about with plutonium at Mar-a-Lago? What are you talking about, Eddie? Oh, you don't know? Cocaine in the White House is nothing. Donald Trump has plutonium. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, what are you trying to like? Obviously, it's, it's a joke. But you know what? You know, what's amazing, though. But, Eddie, you bring up a, a great point that it is it, the absurdity of it all. Um, and in all seriousness, too, I was bringing up the point about, you know, Joe Biden doesn't have a right to have any classified documents, especially the ones dating back to his time as senator. Certainly, vice president is also very questionable. Um, so really, you shouldn't have had any, period. Definitely shouldn't have even left any with the senator. Nothing has come of that special counsel. And yet today, it's like clockwork. Uh, you know, all the attention on Joe Biden, all the attention on Hunter Biden. And boy, lo and behold, now more charges on Trump. I mean, it's just, it is it is so transparent, don't you think, Ed? I mean, I hope even somebody as crazy as Stan would recognize that. What do you think, Ed? I think that they would criticize you for having uh, pierogies. I really do. (laughs) I agree. By the way, Eddie, I 1000% agree. I think think anything they would criticize for. Eddie, I love you. You are terrific. Thank you, my friend. And by the way, Eddie brought up a great point um, about also the fact that there were all these Secret Service cars and limos following Hunter. So it, it leads into the point that the evidence today that, you know, the fact that they're sitting there at the White House and actually saying this is a personal matter. He is a private individual. Well, he used taxpayer funds to get to the courthouse. He has Secret Service protecting him when he went to the courthouse yesterday. And he has all eyes on him at the White House. This is not a personal matter. It's not about Hunter Biden. It's about the money that Hunter Biden got that, according to allegations, ended up somehow in Joe Biden's coffers and that a number of people have said that in writing and in testimony. So, I mean, with all of these things, this is not a private matter, but that's how they want to pose it. And in fact, take a listen. This is right up of kind of what you were saying, Eddie, in terms of just just the contrast that they're trying to make it look like a hunter 
is sort of, and I think Hunter was hoping to be sitting in the beach after the hearing yesterday, but it didn't go that way, as we know, for him. But here's Corinne Jean-Pierre trying to explain Hunter's problems as just a troubled little baby boy. Take a listen. Reaction to the legal developments yesterday and with the initial plea deal for his son appearing to fall apart. So look, uh, I'm really not going to say anything more than what I shared yesterday. This is a personal matter uh, for Hunter Biden. Uh, This is, uh, you know, a personal issue. And uh, as you know, this has been done in an independent way uh, by the Department of Justice. It has been led by a Trump-appointed prosecutor. And I'm just not going to comment beyond uh, beyond what I said uh, yesterday. And um, of course, and we have said this multiple times, the president and the first lady, they love their son and they support they support him as he is uh, working to rebuild his life. I'm just not going to say anything beyond that. Yeah, this is a personal matter. Is there anybody who thinks that this is just about little Hunter who has a little bit of trouble and it has no bearing whatsoever on the Biden family or the American public? And again, I go back to how serious the allegation of potential bribery and extortion, it does rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors. And this is exactly why you impeach a president if they can prove that this is true. And again, let's see what Devin Archer has to say. Let's see what James Comer comes up with. But there are so many huge questions tonight. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Doug on line eight. Doug, your thoughts about all this. Hi, Rita. Good evening. How are you? I just wanted to compare and contrast the Department of Justice investigation into Biden, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, like we saw this past week, versus the same Justice Department investigation into Donald Trump. Okay, the Donald Trump investigation is going like lightning fast and they keep adding on more and more charges every chance they have. Whereas the Biden investigation has been going hot for how many years now? They've been dragging out for years and years and years. And they keep like forgetting charges and dropping charges. And they try to minimize it down to like nothing. So that's the the point I want to show. If you compare and contrast these two investigations, you see there's something rotten in Washington. Yeah, you hit it on the head, Doug. You're right. The timing and the speed of these different ones Uh, You are exactly, exactly right. Uh, We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. Doug points out the double standards. It's like they couldn't wait. In fact, Doug, they will go in with guns blazing to Mar-a-Lago. Again, I use it. It was like Annie Oakley, the OK Corral. They came in there. It was like a scene out of John Wayne. And yet, on the other hand, it's like, uh, you know, crickets, literally zilch. We have heard nothing. I had to look up the guy's name. His name is Robert Hurd. That is the name of the special counsel who is supposedly investigating Biden. But we haven't heard a single word, haven't heard a single like that he's done any interviews, done anything. Uh, That is probably the easiest gig in the world because he's doing nothing. But they're both supposed to be independent. And if anybody believes that, uh, I'll buy you a, a $20 million mansion in Delaware. Like maybe somebody else we know. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
is The Rita Cosby Show. And by the way, coming up in the next hour, we'll continue our conversation as we are looking at the White House going in full spin mode and panic mode. And one of my favorite comments in the last 24 hours is Congressman Tim Burchett. Take a listen to what he had to say about all these allegations against the Biden family, not Hunter Biden, the little private little boy but about the Biden family. Listen to this. When the Biden fam- crime family went to went to mob school, they fell asleep during money laundering class because the 20 or 21 um, LLCs and bank accounts that have nothing to do other than the only thing they're selling is influence yeah. to the wow. big guy. So when they went to mob school, they fell asleep in money laundering class. That's the best one ever. And again, What I was telling you, isn't this stunning? Brett Tolman, former federal prosecutor, who I did a podcast with. It's going to be put up tomorrow. You definitely got to listen to it. He had a blockbuster uh, allegation and information because he said, listen, if you look at all the money and the funds that suddenly $10 million Joe Biden accounted for on his taxes, but didn't say where he got the money from. Because he didn't want to get in charge of, you know, basically uh, corruption and not paying his taxes and all that. So he accounted for it, but he didn't say where he got the money from, where was the source. Uh, So that's very suspicious, guys. And it comes right around the same time as everything else. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Judith. Line 7. Judith, your thoughts, my friend. Hi, Rita. You know something? I'm listening to you and everything. I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking these government gangsters. And it's actually a title of a book that Cash Patel wrote. I didn't read it, but that's what I feel like. We're surrounded by government gangsters. That's who they are, starting with the Jack Smith. He's a he's a huge gangster. He knows darn tootin' well that Biden is guilty of sin, okay? He's there just to create these bogus accusations and to time it. Right when, you know, to time it when they when 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 they're getting too close to uh, showing up how Biden is so corrupt and getting too close to Joe Biden. That's when they start throwing in extra things like you were saying. But I want to tell you something else. And I remember this, but um, Alan Dershowitz, I don't trust Delaware, by the way. It's Biden country. OK, I don't trust anything when it comes to Delaware. Oh, I don't I don't but, trust this U.S. attorney there whatsoever. Well, I think he's you know, he's he's covering his butt. Either he or Garland's lying. One of them. Well, I want to tell you that Vito, uh, Biden is controlling everything in Delaware, including the IRS, including the DOJ, everyone over there. But, you know, Alan Dershowitz said he'd rather try a case in Russia and get better results than Delaware. So that's telling you something on Delaware, okay? Yeah, that but boy, this, boy, is that, that's telling you quite yeah. a bit. Would he want to have? Right? Would he want to have uh, the head of the Wagner Group as the prosecutor versus uh, Garland? <laughs> I want Rita. I want you to know this is this is it's, it's it's shocking. I want to tell you something. The Biden, you know what? The, the the media they're just as corrupt. They make sure to suppress the truth from the public, okay? So the public is not getting the truth out, and that's the worst of all. No, you bring up a great point. I hear you because they're filtering it. It's like certain things they're covering, certain things they aren't. 
Uh, but they had to cover the plea hearing yesterday. It just didn't work out the way many of them wanted it. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. getting heated at the Biden White House because you can tell that they're in panic mode, that they're getting very clear instructions on what they can say, what they can't say. Uh, Also, they are really trying to watch their messaging. Uh, And that is because the Biden White House is now in major, major spin control. They're trying to clean up Uh, on aisle six and clean up Joe Biden because it is just one big hot stinking mess. And when you look at all the details, first, Joe Biden, remember, came out and he said, I have never spoken to my son about his business deals. I've never met his business associates. There's never been any discussion about it. I've never met them. I've never talked to them. Well, that doesn't appear to be true in any shape or form. There are pictures with him, with the business associates. And Devin Archer, who was a very good friend of Hunter Biden and also on the Burisma board, is about to testify on Monday and is expected to testify that he heard Joe Biden on the speakerphone at least two dozen times with a number of Hunter's business associates. And he was speaking to them and saying, certain things uh, and understanding that they, quote, needed help. Uh, there's a lot of really fishy stuff here. So you got all of that stuff. You got uh, others who are saying he was involved in meetings also as well, not just phone calls. There's a lot of stuff here. And the White House is now trying to change that messaging from where Joe Biden said that he's never heard of any business with his son. There's always been this big wall, even though his son just happens to show up on Air Force Two going to China, even though his son is on the board of Burisma. And Joe Biden was bragging about firing the prosecutor, essentially getting him fired. The guy who was investigating Burisma. Uh, A lot of coincidences here, and I'm being obviously facetious because I don't believe they're just coincidences. So you got all of that. Now the White House is saying that the president never was in business with his son. So you can tell that they're already trying to parse the words and say, well, it wasn't a formal business arrangement per se. Uh, that ain't going to fly with the American public, especially if they can prove that suddenly a whole bunch of money showed up in a lot of different family members and ended up in Joe's coffers. Remember, there is that email message that says basically, oh, I'm sick of giving money to dad or half of it or X amount for the big guy, the 10% for the big guy, all of that stuff uh, just does not look good. So if they can show up that he benefited, whether it's through house payments or through cars or other certain things or property, whatever it is, it doesn't just have to be money in a bank account. That is not going to look good. So they got that issue to contend with. Now there's also the issue of him in court, uh, Hunter Biden, during the plea deal. Because what happened in the court, this judge said, okay, well, let's go through some of your foreign businesses. And Hunter Biden was forced to admit through his team that he got money from the Chinese. 
uh, he basically said his team basically said 664000 from a Chinese infrastructure investment company, they had to say. Uh, and uh, the company was formed in 2017 with the chairman of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party backed CEFC. So we had to admit he got 664000 uh in this. And remember, President Biden has also said that none of nobody in his family ever benefited financially from China. So that's a lie. He's going to say, oh, I didn't know anything about it. You can see where this is going. But you got to believe that, you know, uh, he just doesn't know about anything or he's lying. I mean, which is it? This is really incredible. So here's his son goes on Air Force Two to China. Now we find out indeed, just as we suspected, he did get money from them. He also got money from Burisma. Remember, Joe changed the policy uh, regarding Burisma, making sure that that prosecutor got fired. You could contend with China. Boy, has he been soft on China. Could he maybe be worried because his son benefited so much from China? Maybe he himself. Uh, no wonder the White House is in mega spin control and they have a lot that they have to worry about because he's on record all over the place saying, I know nothing. I know nothing. And now he looks like a damn fool. And boy, he sure looks like he is lying, not telling the American public the truth. And remember, he rode on the cleaning up the White House, cleaning up the reputation and saying he was going to be old, honest Joe. Well, the American public doesn't like what they see. They don't like someone who looks them in the eye, even though he was not under oath when he made these statements. He made them to the media and to other individuals who asked him questions, said, you know, you're a damn liar. That's not true. I never benefited. Nobody ever benefited my family. Well, a lot of that is actually clearly not true. And who knows what we're going to find out in the coming days and weeks. It could get really bad. And the White House knows the minute that that deal, that Hunter Biden plea deal fell apart in court, they went into immediate panic mode. And it is crisis time at the White House because they know that they are deeply, deeply exposed and that this president and his presidency is now on the line. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here's a little bit of Corinne Jean-Pierre at the White House. And here she is asked just a basic question, and she's trying to spin it like a washing machine. Take a listen. Son's legal challenges will continue to take attention away from the White House now that this plea deal has fallen apart. I'm just not going to speak to the politics of this. I'm not going to speak to um, characterize any of this uh, for the president. What I can say is that, uh, and I've said this before, this is a personal matter. Uh, this is a Hunter Biden, as you know, is a private citizen. And uh, this was done in an independent way. This investigation is uh, being led by a Trump-appointed prosecutor. Uh, and so uh, the Department of Justice is independent. We give them the space to be independent, uh, and we respect the rule of law. I'm just not going to get into details of characterizing. Has he spoken to Hunter? I'm just not going to speak to any private conversation that the president has with his family. And then she was asked a little more, like, oh, it's a personal matter. It's not a personal matter. They're not after Hunter Biden because, you know, he cheated on his taxes and he lied on the form. No, 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 no. That is not why they're after him. They're after him because he could potentially be the link 
to potential bribery and extortion tied to the president of the United States. And it almost doesn't get any more serious. So listen, here's another one of her dancing around answers. The tax matter that had Hunter Biden in court in Wilmington yesterday, it had a criminal information saying that he hadn't paid 1.2 to about 1.5 million in taxes owed. So my question is, number one, I know the president doesn't talk to him about his business, but was he aware at the time that he wasn't filing his returns in a timely fashion? And also, you know, did he ever advise him to pay? Because Hunter testified in court that one year he was sober when he didn't file. So did they ever discuss the tax situation? I'm not going to get into the specific of the case. I've answered this question over and over again. Nothing has changed from the statement that I made yesterday. Nothing's going to change from the, the few times that I've gotten this question in the briefing room. We're not going to comment on this. This is, a, uh, this is an independent investigation that is being led by a Trump-appointed prosecutor uh, that is being led by clearly the Department of Justice, right? The prosecutors I just mentioned, and I'm, we're just not going to comment on this. Yeah. Does he have any concerns that the, pros- the deal prosecutors put together fell apart and couldn't make we're it by just not gonna, We're not going to comment on specifics of the case. Because she knows right now it is so, so sensitive. This is an issue right now where they know that the stakes could not be higher. There's a very good chance that if they don't reach some renewed plea deal between both sides, now that the lid's been blown off on them, and they don't reach something that's suitable to this judge, they very well know that this could go to criminal trial. And that's the last thing that this White House wants, because that means it's going to be dragged out. It means there'll be a whole bunch of things to look into. And this judge does not sound like she will accept any sort of plea deal, which would give Hunter Biden immunity on further charges. Potentially, FARA, that's the Foreign Agent Act that's tied to the money issues, maybe other potential tax issues. Um, I can't see her agreeing to something that would be suitable on that front. So this really is perilous territory right now. And they have to come up with something that the judge would say, okay, well, maybe this is fair on these matters, but we're not going to allow him not to be exposed on something much bigger. And who knows what comes up between now and the next time the judge gets to review it. She's given both sides 30 days so Comer, depending what happens now with Devin Archer, that's the uh, friend of Hunter Biden who's supposed to testify on Monday, the ex-friend who got in a lot of hot water himself and somehow Hunter Biden walked off scot-free in another case. Well, with all of these things, guess what? Surprise, surprise. It is now crunch time also on the GOP side because if they can find some other damning things, the judge may say, uh, heck no, we can't even consider any sort of a plea deal. And they know that things are so dangerous now. Otherwise, they'd be talking left and right. But one thing Corinne Jean-Pierre did say today, and this is a stunner. This, I was really surprised she actually answered the question. She was asked, would President Biden pardon his own son? And that is a serious issue right now because he's definitely very criminally exposed right now. And so that's an obvious question. It's an interesting question to answer. I'm surprised that Corinne Jean-Pierre answered this question. And this very well may come back to bite President Biden because who knows? There is a good chance that maybe Hunter Biden could eventually be facing much more serious charges. And who knows uh, if it will be coming to a position where the president might have to pardon his son. He might even have to pardon himself. Who knows where this is going? Take a listen to what she said. 
Let me go back to the first question of the briefing. I know you said not a lot's changed since yesterday, and that it's a personal matter. But from a presidential perspective, is there any possibility that the president would end up pardoning his son? No. Well, is there, has I, I just said no. I just That's answered. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, there's no chance. That was interesting. I'm surprised she actually answered that. She seemed very definitive, like maybe she expected that question to come. But she said, no, eh, it ain't going to happen. Uh, they very well, uh, that may not age well, uh, depending where things go with this case. And in the middle of it all, The View is definitely playing sympathy to Hunter Biden. What a sweet little, nice little baby. Take a listen to what they said. Anna said it the other day, they are weaponizing Joe Biden's son against him. Joe Biden has experienced so much pain and loss. He lost his wife. He lost his little girl. He lost his beau. <laughs> And, and his other son, his other son yeah. Bo. And, and, and now he has a son who clearly has a drug addiction. And that's why he was offered a diversion program. But it shows that no one's above the law. And so he's, he's pleading guilty. But that still isn't enough for the Republicans. Can I just add one yeah. more thing to that? It seems they go after Biden's kid. But yeah. Biden's kid was not in the administration. No. Trump's children were part of the administration. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge difference. Really, when you think about it. He's, just, he's the same as Roger Clinton and yeah, Jimmy Carl. Carter's uh, uh, son or but, brother. Same thing. John Carl on here, though, raised some good concerns, and he said he's been flagging this for a while. It wasn't about him being in the administration. It was about him getting a job kind of riding on the laurels <laughs> for which he had no qualifications. You mean like the last? Yes, yeah, but, but those. Unbelievable. Like he's just some outsider. Like all these tens of millions of dollars are not relevant. And the idea that he could be incredibly compromised, the idea that there could have been policy changed, the idea that all these tens of millions of dollars could have ended up in families' coffers when they had zero experience and didn't report it, didn't show it, didn't explain it. That's serious stuff. You almost can't get more serious, especially when you're talking about these rogue entities. We're talking about China. We are talking about Russia. We're talking about Ukraine. There are a lot of very suspicious issues here, and they remain unresolved at this moment. And that's what we're talking about. And if this was 1% with President Trump, 1%, they would say, throw the book at him, lock him up, throw away the key. You know, I mean, that is the unbelievable irony, but nothing to see here. He's just a troubled son. Um, and they don't care about Hunter Biden's drug habits. They care about if his father is compromised and did actions because he received financial money or benefit through homes or things like that. There's some serious stuff and it absolutely should be looked into. 1-800-848-9222. What do you make of the spin control? And isn't it interesting that Corinne Jean-Pierre said, no, the president will not pardon his son. If it gets to that, that I thought was really interesting. A definitive no. Why did she answer that? And the rest of it, she wouldn't. Uh, is she in trouble? Do they go back doors and go, well, what are you talking about? 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
This is the Rita Cosby Show. And the White House messaging machine going into panic mode. I was senior correspondent, as many of you know, for Fox News in Washington, covered the White House. And you could tell that this White House is panicking. There is definitely a change in messaging, being extremely careful what they say, also watching the words. And you could just tell, no, 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 it's a private matter. They know the minute this plea deal fell apart, they were expecting, you could tell they were confident, thinking it was going to go through, no problem. And when the world collapsed and the case collapsed on them yesterday, now they know that they are very much legally and politically exposed. Take a listen. This is also Congressman Mark Alford saying what could be ahead for President Biden. And he knows the door is wide open right now. I think it's not just a possibility. I think it is a probability. There have been members of Congress calling for impeachment hearings. Kevin McCarthy has said from the very outset, though, we do not need to take this lightly as the Democrats have done with President Trump. This is probably one of the more serious things that Congress can do, one of the weighty responsibilities, that and declaring war. And so we have to make sure that it goes through the proper process, through the proper inquiry, the proper committees, and bubbles up through regular order to impeach the president of the United States and possibly the attorney general. Wow, that is a very serious statement. And there are many others echoing that after the plea deal fell apart. Let's go to your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. Line 8. BJ, your thoughts. Uh, excellent show, Rita. Thanks for having me on. You know, feeling sorry for Hunter Biden is very interesting because no one felt sorry for us when his father was over there who should have been protecting our interests and negotiating fair trade deals and telling Xi and the Chinese, look, uh, get your get your ass out of this, the, the, uh, uh, the South China Sea and stop building islands there. No one was looking out for us. And now we have real problems. I feel sorry for Hunter Biden because he had a father like uh, uh, like Joe Biden, who pimped him out and shoved him all around. Wow. You know what, BJ? And I wonder why Joe Biden is keeping him so close at the White House now. Do you notice? Closer than ever, keeping an eye on him. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great military and their families. A really beautiful story coming from Michigan, where a U.S. Marine 
Vietnam War veteran Jimmy Babcock arrived at his local VFW post this past weekend, and he thought he was simply enjoying a nice dinner with his family. However, it turned out something else was waiting for him when he arrived at the VFW, a long overdue hero's welcome. Indeed, upon his arrival at the Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 4499 in his local community, Veteran Babcock was welcomed to an event held in his honor. It was a surprise with a special flag line with the Patriot Guard Riders. I love those guys and gals. Once Veteran Babcock made his way inside the building, all the attendees were led in prayer, and Babcock then received a salute from the local post honor guard, and there was a huge crowd on hand. Now, back in May, the veteran took part in an honor flight, which honors U.S. veterans, by flying them to Washington, D.C. to visit the memorials commemorating their service. Unfortunately, though, Babcock had to be hospitalized prior to his return back to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and therefore he missed out on the special welcome home event with his brothers-in-arms, who also stood strong for our nation during the Vietnam War. So that's why they decided to give him the welcome that he well-deserved now that he was feeling better. So with tears in his eyes and an emotional, uh, very, very emotional Babcock, expressed his gratitude to everyone who had been there on hand to create the special surprise event, saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. This means the world to me. Uh, One of the organizers of the Honor Flight, a board member there, presented Babcock with a presidential proclamation in commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. And she said, quote, my job is to welcome you home as a Vietnam veteran. You didn't get the welcome home you deserved. And we want to give it to you now. How beautiful and how special. And of course, we always love and greatly appreciate our Vietnam veterans and their families. Welcome home to all of you. And we are deeply, deeply grateful for your service. Well, we're talking, of course, about President Biden and Hunter Biden. Now that that plea deal has fallen apart, again, so many more details coming to light. Now the question is, Will they be able to reach some sort of new plea deal? Will this possibly even go to a criminal trial? And regardless, things are going full steam ahead on all these different committees in Congress. As I mentioned earlier today, uh, we were speaking with Congresswoman Kat Kamek, and she was telling us that there are not two IRS whistleblowers. There are 15 IRS whistleblowers. And that was what was in the brief that the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Jason Smith, was filing with the court with this judge. Remember that whole thing where they were like pretending to be, you know, uh, somebody with Jason Smith's office. And it turned out it was actually somebody from Hunter Biden's team trying to pull the document from the file that the judge wouldn't see it. Well, guess what? It essentially turned out it was information about 15 whistleblowers from the IRS. We know about those two who have testified publicly, but it was interesting to hear that there are many, many, many more. And it is so rare to see even one IRS whistleblower. Usually they don't come forward. 
This is extremely rare. So the evidence is mounting and the White House knows it. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. I want to play cut number 12. Uh, this is Congressman Tim Burchett because, boy, he says that things are getting really, really difficult for all the Bidens. Uh, you just heard what BJ said. BJ said, uh, what did he say? President Biden is pimping out his son, is his analogy, uh, that he was basically shopping his son around for money for years, and now the wall is crumbling around them. And this is Tim Burchett, congressman from Tennessee, his description of where things are headed. Take a listen. Congressman, are you expecting uh, uh, Joe Biden to be impeached? Yes, ma'am, I am. I, the, the evidence is overwhelming, Maria. The, you know, the nails in the coffin, this coffin is just completely made of nails. Uh, you know, we're, we're, talk- we're not talking about Republican partisan witnesses um, from some far right wing conspiracy. We're talking about FBI informants, trusted FBI informants coming forth. You've got whistleblowers within the IRS are saying they were coerced. Uh, you know, then this a Democrat, you know, a fellow who's a registered Democrat, for goodness sake. So this is not some kind of partisan hack job. This is this is reality. And 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 it's closing in. I honestly think that you this is my prediction that they'll use the president's mental condition as a defense and they're, they're going to throw Hunter under the bus. Wow. So he is thinking that somehow they will try to back out, just say, oh, he's not feeling so well these days, and something suddenly came over him, and he's not going to be running anymore because he's going to smell that impeachment is right on the horizon. And uh, and then who knows what happens to good old Hunter, too, in the middle of all this. Uh, this is really a dramatic turn of events uh, for this White House, and there are many others who believe the same thing that you just heard from the congressman. one 848 Nine two two two. Let's go to Jacqueline, line six. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. You know, for, first thing, uh, when KJP, the spokesgirl for the White House, answered vehemently, "No, Joe is not going to pardon his son," probably because they had the whole thing planned out that Hunter isn't going to be charged with anything, so there's not going to be any need to pardon him himself or his son. But what I wanted to say... By, by the way, that I think that probably was the case yesterday, but uh, in the morning, maybe not by the afternoon yesterday, though, Jacqueline. But she's sticking to the same story, because now that they are caught red-handed and the evidence is mounting, there is no excuse, no possible feasible excuse that they can come up with, except the one that I just called, told Kenny, Shaggy song, It Wasn't Me, where your eyes are deceiving you, your ears are deceiving you do not pay attention to anything that your eyes are seeing or that your ears are hearing. It's all a figment of your imagination. Well, they're going to have to come up with something. You know, maybe they're going to say that we're all on crack like Hunter. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it is it is unbelievable when we hear all of this mounting evidence, Jacqueline, and it is mounting. Um, and the fact that, you know, I just brought up the other new exa- uh, example that a lot of people are talking about tonight um, is that he lied about the issue with his son making the money. He said, nobody in my family has ever made money from the Chinese. They have never gotten a dime. And yet it took about five seconds for the judge to find out 
that Hunter received at least one year, 664000 That's just what they told everybody in court yesterday. That is correct. And that's exactly it was his attorneys had to tell the court that information. So this is not just some fantasy. That is the reality. I mean, you know, you can see what the president's going to say. Oh, I didn't know anything about it. Well, you know, I thought he, you know, Hunter is the smartest guy he knows. Mm. They're the closest he knows. And if it turns out that Joe got a single dime of this, first of all, it's it just it, it's inconceivable that he didn't know anything about his son making this kind of money. It's inconceivable. Uh, he has absolutely lied about not knowing about his son's business deals. And people are just smelling it. And it's like at every single turn, you know, the Burisma thing, then the this. That's why I think Monday, if this Devin Archer guy, Jacqueline, comes forward and says the story that they expect him to say. Remember, he's canceled three times. That's why I always say. Um, and I also wonder, Jacqueline, I wonder if Devin Archer was expecting that maybe the plea deal was going to be signed by Hunter this week. And maybe, maybe who knows, maybe he backs out of it again now and knowing it's not, you know, Devin Archer's got to watch his back between now and Monday for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Stay away from windows. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is the stakes are so high right here, and 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 you also look at maybe he thought, oh, I can testify Monday. Hunter will be in the clear. I'm not going to hurt Hunter. Who knows? Or maybe he's really angry at Hunter because uh, he got charged, Devin Archer, in another case, and Hunter didn't on another thing. So who knows? You know where you know you don't. I know they're not friends anymore. Uh, the question is, how bad are they not friends anymore? But this is big stuff. And maybe Devin Archer is going to say, you know what, uh, let me tell you about that Burisma deal. Let me show you this account mm. number. Let me show you the second account and let me show you how we did it. I mean, this this there could be explosive stuff coming Monday, Jacqueline. It's like that clip that you played. And I was loving it that they failed the money laundering class. Yeah, that was a great one. They failed the money laundering class. How stupid can you possibly be? Yeah, you know, I want to play that again because that is my clip of the night. I think so. Jacqueline. Here, here it is, Jacqueline, just for you. This is um, cut number 14 and Congressman Tim Burchett. Here you go, Jacqueline. When the Biden fam- crime family went to went to mob school, they fell asleep during money laundering class because the 20 or 21 um, LLCs and bank accounts that have nothing to do other than the only thing they're selling is influence yeah, to the wow. big guy. <laughs> Jacqueline, uh, that that's an A-plus uh, comment, don't you think? Sure, sure. <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up even if you tried. You can't. Jacqueline, thank you very much. We always love your calls. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina, my friend. Go ahead, line three. Go ahead, Mike. Rita, what an eclectic uh, group of calls tonight. You know, I'll tell you, man. It's funny. <laughs> and I'll start off with this. You know, the guy who was a... Uh, you know, he's part of the fan club of, what's his name again? Uh, oh, Stanley, yeah. Nuclear medicine and this and that. I, I thought, where's this call going? UFOs? It would sound like the overnight guy, uh, Frankie, with his UFOs. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, by, by, by the way, by the way, for you ABC listeners, uh, Frank has a yeah. big blockbuster show tonight. Uh, he's got some members of the, uh, he's got some later, I think. But, and he, no, 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 he had uh, UFOs last night, but he's got, I think I can tease it, right? Well, okay, I won't, I won't say, but he's got something good at 2 a.m. Let's just say that, okay? That's nice. All right, but, it's not yeah, UFOs, but it's I, something else. But go ahead. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard enough of him, and I got to sleep. But thanks, thanks, Rita. <laughs> Rim shot. Uh, you know. Uh, by the way, I love the by the music. way, Frank keeps me awake too. I have the same problem with Frank because I, I I listen to his shows. Yeah, no. I, he keeps me awake. He has such great stuff and Dom no, too. I but got go you. ahead. I, I, yeah, 
I, 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 I had enough. But anyway, uh, it's so funny. We'll get the White House press secretary. Oh, isn't she, isn't she precious? You know, and she was becoming unglued. And, no, uh, how about know, her, how about her answer today? No, he's not. She's not gonna. He's not gonna pardon. <laughs> like that was like wild. I, I didn't expect her to answer that question, Mike. Did you? No, not at all. And you know, the you know what is going to hit the fan, and it's a hot mess, like you said, at the White House. They're pressing the panic button, you know. And and Hunt is probably going to say, "Hey, Dad, hey, Daddy, I'm going to get another uh, uh, classic Corvette, maybe '64, '65 ragtop convertible." And I'll have what looks like a uh, ice cream cone, but it's really nobody will know. It's a crack pipe. So I'll smoke my crack, and, and it looks like I'm licking the ice cream cone. It, it's like, here's a song that fits that. I know you're a short on time reader. And your show, and I mentioned, you know, many times, uh, my two kids are doing well. My son went to Cortland, same graduating ceremony as Bernard's daughter. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's in uh, law enforcement. That's what I'll say. He's 28. And this a song that would, uh, uh, you know, really, you know, encapsulate everything, you know, was the late great Warren Zevon, you know, Werewolves of London and Lawyers, Guns and Money. And uh, another song, Dirty Laundry. It's Dirty Laundry with the Democratic donkeys. And you're going down, Joe, you, you stunad. And Facci Dewey is Italian for Two-Faced, prima class. Thank you very much. You summed it all up there in every single language, Mike, which we love about you. Let's go real quick to Andrew, line one. Andrew, your thoughts real quick. Yes, she changed it. And she first, they always said that he didn't have any knowledge of Hunter's business. And then they switched and they changed it to he's not in business with Hunter. And that lie reminded me of Fauci where he first said there was no gain of function. Then he flipped it and he said there was no dangerous gain of function. So it just, it just reminded me of that. You know who it so reminded is, me, Andrew, of, of Democrat, another Democrat, Bill Clinton, when he said, uh, I did not have sex with that woman. Remember, he wagged his finger at the whole American public. And then, it, and then it came back to what the definition of is, is remember it was like, uh, that was a new one. And and then his, uh, well, that's not sex. That's this. That's that. Is means this. You know, it was like, like uh, it was, uh, you had to carry around a Webster's Dictionary and a thesaurus around the guy, right? Uh, and it made me think that's what they're doing. They're doing a little bit of word salad. And, and you could tell they are inching closer and closer and closer. And when you change the language like that, you know you're in trouble. Um, Andrew, thank you. We really appreciate it. We're continuing your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Cosby Show. It was a beautiful day. Sun beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. 
Sounds like a little bit of Hunter. There's kind of some Hunter Biden nuances there. Him and the red Corvette. That might have been on the way to the courthouse yesterday. He would have been happy. I don't think it was the same feeling on the way out. We need kind of a depression song for the way out because I think it was a dramatic turn of events. He was probably driving around thinking this day is going to be a good day. And CNN was thinking the same thing and MSNBC. Hunter was ready to basically there were reports come to the microphone and basically say case closed. I'm going to move on. I'm going to go do whatever I want to do. Life's a blast. See ya. I'm going to go back to my tens of millions of bucks. Have a good day, everybody. And the judge went not so fast. And now you're hearing from many people on Capitol Hill in the last day or two. Uh, there has just been a chorus of people, including, as you just heard, Congressman Tim Burchett and others saying that they expect this president will be impeached. Uh, that is really strong language. And let's see what the next few days and weeks bring. But this could be into massive turbocharge, given what happened yesterday and given the fact that more and more details are coming out. And even Hunter himself in court again revealed that he did receive money from the communist Chinese backed CEFC energy company, as well as Burisma. He had to admit it. So let's see where all that money went. Let's see where it ended up. And the money that he says he made during these time periods, is that just the tip of the iceberg? And alone, just from the CCP, it was $664,000. And again, Joe Biden has said, nobody in my family ever received a dime. And again, Hunter went on Air Force Two with his president to China. He was then vice president at the time, his father. And he went with him to China. You have got to be kidding me. And the father didn't know a thing. He cut the deal, apparently, right after going on Air Force Two. Taxpayer dollars. This is getting really, really severe. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Vito. Line 7. Vito, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Thank you. Uh, You know, I think uh, Pierre was prodded by... uh... Obama to, uh, I think she was instructed and it was demagoguery. She didn't tiptoe through the tulips to answer that question so rapidly. Uh, or the fix is in, either one. Yeah, no, that's a great point. The fix may be in, or you're right. Uh, maybe she's going to the Obama school of communications too, as well. But I, I think there's a lot of layers to this. And I think a lot of people are pulling the strings and trying to guide this White House, too, by the way, because they need guiding. Uh, this is really perilous territory politically for him, but also legally for this president, too, and his family now. Uh, let's go to Ken. Line four. Ken, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Uh, you know, I I really tend to think that all this uh, commotion about Hunter Biden is sort of a waste of time because... The Democrats are going to stall this thing out for another year until the convention. He's not going to be nominated again. And he's going to be a lame duck president with a lame duck son. And uh, they're going to drop the whole thing. Nobody's going to care. I disagree. Uh, Let me tell you why, Ken. First off, you think they're going to drag it out. 
I'm already sort of seeing tea leaves. They might try to get him out. You know, um, I felt one of the most powerful lines yesterday was Doug Schoen, who is a sort of a, a Democratic political strategist. Uh, he came out and said yesterday was a great day for Gavin Newsom. I think if the Democrats see that this is going down against Biden, um, they may just say, you know, you need to kind of step aside and we're going to bring somebody else in. Uh, and they may not be able to drag it out. The Republicans are going to try to turbocharge this, Ken. Uh, they may not have control of the timetable, depending what they find uh, with this, Ar- you know, Devin Archer and with the bank account show. Why do you think they're going to have that long? I don't think they're going to have that long, Ken. I don't want to see him impeached because uh, I don't want to see Kamala Harris step in. Yeah, you're right. I, I wa- you're right. That that's scary territory. You know, Ken, you bring up you bring up a good point. The backup ain't that uh, ain't that bright. Cackles. Can you imagine having to listen to that laugh for another year or so? Wow. But boy, uh, there's a lot of layers to this. Whether it's Cackles, Joe Newsom, who knows? The Rita Cosby Show. 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 